Welcome to the A to Z English podcast, where Jack and Sochal take you on a journey from learning the basics to mastering the nuances of the English language. Our podcast is designed for non-native speakers who are looking to improve their English skills in a fun and interactive way. Each episode covers a wide range of topics, from grammar and vocabulary to slang and culture, to help you navigate the English-speaking world with ease. Welcome to the A to Z English podcast. My name is Jack, and I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. And today I'm doing a solo episode. I'm without social. Um, however, we have an interesting lesson for you today. It is a continuation of our last two uh, quick tip episodes where we are unpacking the meanings of phrasal verbs, which can be kind of confusing in English. Um, phrasal verbs are where we use uh, usually a verb and a preposition together, and it has a kind of new meaning to it. So um, there are quite a few in English, and it's good to be familiar with these so that, you know, when you hear people use them, you understand what they're saying, or if you want to express yourself in a way that is a little bit more uh, specific and you want to articulate a point that is clearer, then this may be a good solution for you. So our first one is, our first phrasal verb is to live in, to live in. And this one's pretty easy. To live in means to reside in a place, especially a permanent or long-term resident. For example, they live in a small cottage by the beach. Yeah. And, you know, where do you live? You know, and it's not just live, but like I live in. So you would probably want to add like, it's, if somebody says, um, you know, um, where do you live? Do you live in a house or an apartment? You could say, well, I live in an apartment in whatever city, in New York City. I live in an apartment in New York City. Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, where do you live? Well, I live in a studio apartment in Brooklyn. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but notice how we're using the verb. I'm uh, sorry. We're using the preposition in after the verb live. Live in. Um, you know, where do you live? I live in Mexico. Okay. Yeah, because in meaning in that country, in that apartment, in that neighborhood. I live in. I live in Brooklyn. I live in Manhattan. I live in Mexico City. I live in Colorado. I live in Los Angeles. Um, these are, are very common expressions, and so and so you should get used to using that together. Live in, live in. Where do you live? I live in. I live in Stillwater. I live in White Bear Lake. I live in North St. Paul. That's where I live. Number two. Example. They live in a small... Sorry, I read this one already. Sorry, number two. 
live for live for okay this is to have a strong passion or desire for something what do you live for like what is your number one priority who do you you know who do you live for what do you live for what is your obsession you know um i'm trying to think of a an example what's a good example of somebody that lives for something um i'm trying to think of some like sports athletes and um you know well let's just for the lack of of a better example here let's talk about messi okay what does Messi live for? If you had to choose one thing, what does he live for? He lives for football. Okay. It consumes 90% of his life. You know, he sees his family sometimes, but really he lives for football. Lives for football. And here's an example. To have a strong passion or desire for something. Example, she lives for adventure and is always seeking new experiences. So maybe for her, every time there's a holiday from school or from work, she jumps on a plane and she travels somewhere. Because what is her passion? What does she live for? She lives for traveling. She lives for adventure. Okay? So what do you live for? What do you live for? I'm trying to think of what I live for these days. I live for podcasting. I mean, that's the reality. I Every minute of my day that I have any extra time, I'm in my office. I'm editing podcasts. I'm recording podcasts. Um, I live for podcasts. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Um, all right. Let's do number nine. Live down. Live down. L-I-V-E-D-O-W-N. Live down means to overcome or recover from an embarrassing or shameful situation. Example. It took him 10 years to live down the embarrassment of that awkward speech. So maybe he gave a speech and he forgot all the words. So he was just doing a speech. Uh, hello, my, my name is Jack. And uh, today I'm going to talk, talk about, talk about, uh, I can't remember what I was going to talk about. Yeah, that's an unmitigated disaster, right? If you forget everything that you're going to talk about, that it's going to take you a while to live down the shame, the embarrassment. And, you know, as we say in English, time heals all wounds, right? So 10 years later, no one is going to care about his bad speech but maybe for the first six months his colleagues might make fun of him and make a joke you know um it's possible it's possible 
And so to live down something is to overcome or recover from an embarrassing or shameful situation. Example, it took him years to live down the embarrassment of that awkward speech. So the first two years, every time he thought about that speech, he blushed, you know, his face turned red and he was embarrassed. But after 10 years, you just kind of go, ah, whatever, who cares? You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not that important. But when things are fresh in our minds, we definitely like to think about it a lot and obsess about it and feel bad about it, but don't. Uh, nobody cares, right? People will forget it immediately. And um, you don't need to. No one will think about it more than you think about it. Okay? Think about that. No one will think about your bad speech more than you think about it yourself. Okay? So if you can take that power away from it and forgive yourself, you'll be much happier. Number 10, live up to, live up to. It means to enjoy life to the fullest, often by indulging in enjoyable activities or experiences. Have you ever met a couple that want to live it up? You know, they go skydiving and parachuting and parasailing and surfing and traveling and they're just all over the world, living it up, just having a great time together to live it up. So are you a live it up kind of person or are you a super saver? Do you want to save up with your husband and wife and buy a house? Um, no vacations, maybe have some children. What is your objective for when you have some money, when you have some money, when you're earning some money, what do you want to do with your money? And remember that the meaning of phrasal verbs can sometimes be idiomatic and context dependent. So it's important to consider the context in which they are used to fully understand their intended meanings. So, you know, again, these are not like 100% um, black and white. Some of them are idiomatic expressions and they might be used a little differently. Pay attention when you're talking to native speakers so that you can also use these in a more colloquial, uh, ex, uh, extempor extemporaneous, um, yeah, um, I don't know if that's the right word, improvisational, <laughs> I don't know, um, manner so that you can actually use these, um, you know, these are very common in, in American uh, culture. So um, I think these are good to learn. And with that said, I will stop today's, today's episode. I just want you to Go to podchaser.com. Give us a good review. All you need is a Google account. If you can just find it in your heart to just give us like, you know, 
five 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 five. Give us a good old recommendation or go to Castbox. Um, Castbox is also a place where you can give us a good recommendation. Go to our website a to z English Podcast dot com. A to z English Podcast dot com. Leave a comment and send us an email a to z English Podcast at gmail dot com. That's a to z English Podcast at gmail dot com. And yeah, with that said, I will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.